What's hey, up, what's bro? up, man? Nothing. So chill. Nothing, man. I'm so tired for my show, but nice. All right. Uh, let's get then. Is that okay? Yeah, man. Awesome. All right. Before we get into anything, what's it like? What's it feel like to be the first um, guest on Phenomena Nation's podcast or like the first interview? Oh, man, that's cool. I didn't even realize that. I thought you'd do this like regularly or something. Oh, no, man. You're the first person that's ever asked or like the first person that I've ever even thought of, you know, interviewing. I always wanted to, but it never got around to it. So. Yeah, man, that's all cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, questions. Um, when when did you start doing this? When did you start doing rectum torture? Well, when I was good at Orphan, I started back in March when the in the quarantine first started. But I didn't start to rebrand direct and torture until around, like, June. Huh. So it was kind of like a birth out of, I don't have anything to do, so might as well do this? Well, not really that. It's more of a mixture of that, as well as an outlet of more emotions and stuff like that. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's cool. It ju- just the quarantine thing kind of helped it all out and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's awesome. All right. So you mentioned that you were an orphan and then rebranded as rectum torture. What What was kind of your um, thought process behind naming your yourself those two names? What was kind of like inspiration for it almost? Well, the gutted orphan one. I was very new to death metal still, so I was trying to come up with a edgy name that would catch your attention as well as it was that something that I would enjoy, kind of just saying <laughs> at, at parties and stuff like that, like, hey, I'm part of Gutted Orphan or whatnot. <laughs> nice. But um, after I've released a few demos on SoundCloud, but after like... As I matured more as a guitarist, I looked back and I thought, this is pretty bad. So I just scrapped it, rebranded to Rectum Torture after a few demos. I was realizing I was more kind of going in the same direction as Gutted Orphan. So I was like, no, let me just change it. And go the other direction. That's awesome, man. Awesome. That's a it's a cool story. Uh oh, I just I re- I literally just forgot. Um, you, you, could you introduce yourself to the uh to the listeners? Oh yeah, my bad. Uh, no, I, no, that was that was my fault. I should have said something. Uh, I am Marcellus. I uh, come from come out of Temecula, California. I'm a one-man band, uh, mostly from around the grind-slash-gore scene, and I don't, I'm a huge smoker, but for my age, <laughs> but that's about it. Huh, alright. Um, I needed, um, so... You were mentioning that you were kind of new to death metal. You kind of grind sort of uh, musical genre. But what were some of your influences that kind of put you in a... That inspired you to do anything musical? Um, Originally, it was Slipknot. Because when I started, I was back in middle school. And... um, it was like Slipknot, Metallica, the usual bands. But then as I started to like become more into death metal, I started to like become more influenced by bands like Putrid Pile, Mortician. Oh, and, yeah. And um, later on becoming Viral Load. Or other bands like Viral cool. Load. Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> crap. So, and also I started 
finding out like really edgy bands like Anal Cunt, of course. Yeah, of course. That, That's a big one. And I tried originally making Slam, but so I've always had like a little bit of like analepsy and abominable putridity influences. Of course, yeah. I can I can actually kind of I can hear the slammy riffs in your music. Actually, I can hear that influence. You know. Are you Are you there? Yeah, sorry, you cut it off for a second. Uh, oh, sorry, I, I was just saying that I could kind of hear the slam influences in your music. Yeah, origin. When I tr- I tried making slam, and then it ended up to grind, and then I ended up becoming like a grind no- noise slam in between fusion or somewhat. Huh. Yeah, that's a uh, that's pretty cool, man. I I I actually I'm not a big. and any stuff but i think i think have an influence of kind of like everything where it's kind of more appealing to me you know like as a like i'm really into that like brutal stuff you know and i and i I just never got into like grind and stuff like that but i really appreciate the way that you kind of blend the genres together and i really enjoy that actually so yeah thank you no problem um what was the what what do you what is your biggest in musical influence that is unlikely that people wouldn't think kind of got you into trying to make music? Uh besides Slipknot like I mentioned earlier, probably um Hmm. I might need to think about that one. Can we get back to that question? Sure. Just um, I'll, I'll forget. Hey, actually, I'll write it down. Um, um. Next question is: In a personal sense, how diverse is your musical taste? You know, like what kind of like do you just listen to like death metal, or do you like kind of mix it up? Do you listen to some yacht rock in there, or what? What? How's your musical taste just to listen to? Well, f- originally, I always I only listened to beginner metal, like new metal and thrash metal slowly evolved into death metal and after i listened to death metal for a long period of time i started to listen to um like death i think it's called um it's like death electronic music like it's death metal mixed with electronic so kind of like cyber grind almost it's like uh, cyber grind without the blast beats, but it's more techno like influenced. I I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what it's called. Yeah, me neither. Hmm. Oh well. And, and then hard bass, and then I started getting into hip hop a little bit, of it, like future, and um, yeah, just mostly future. <laughs> Well, you need a you definitely need a diverse sense of music to be, you know, anywhere in the music industry unless you're like mainstream, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um so you ca- you kind of went over some of your influences and what you listened to when you were trying to like begin getting into metal, but what are some of the things that actually got you into metal? Like personal experiences, did you listen to it with your friends or your family or what, what kind of got you into metal? Well, my older brother started listening to Metallica and Korn and beginner bands like that when around like 13. Yeah. And I'm about a couple of years younger than him, like two and a half. Originally I thought it was just noise. Like every other person was, of course, but then I started getting into history and all of this and that. And I, I was playing this one game called Hearts of Iron 4. There was a DLC which added a music pack for Sabaton. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, I downloaded the first pack, listened to Sabaton for the first few tracks. I'm like, oh, holy shit, this is really good. <laughs> yeah. So I listened to more Sabaton, and then YouTube started recommending me more bands. I started listening to those bands. 
and I wasn't until I started watching like metal meme compilations. I found Slipknot, which then I found other more extreme bands after that. Awesome, man. That that kind of sounds like how a lot of people get into metal. That's kind of how I got into metal as well. So, yeah, it's a, that's a pretty cool. Um, so you, you, I'd I'd imagine you'd have a very unique writing, like um, like uh, writing songs, but. How do you how do you personally do that? You know, how do you create a song? How do you get musical and lyrical inspiration? What do you use for equipment to record? I have very beginner equipment. Like um, I have a um, Fender LT25, which has like a USB port that you can connect to uh, to the computer without using an interface. So that's what I use for my last EP. But for the other songs that I've been doing, like the album and everything before that, I just drooped headphones over the same amplifier and then just cranked it up. <laughs> but um, when it comes to... man <laughs> um but when it comes to like musical inspiration what i do is uh crap so what, what i what i would do just um, take a fat oh, hit off my <laughs> i'll just take a fat hit off my wax pen and then after that i would just come up try to come up with a brutal riff after a brutal riff i just try to groove out in between each each oh, in between. sorry you cut out there oh sorry what was the last thing you heard um oh no oh oh no uh you kind of like cut out but then you went, went from where you cut out so uh, you you were fine sorry Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, so uh, you were talking about, about after writing a brutal riff, I believe. Yeah. I would rather try to what would believe what I believe would be a brutal riff, and then I would groove out in between, and then I would come back to the first riff, do some like grooving out in between, and then I would go back to the first riff, and then I would just end the song or something like that. How's your, uh, how do you get, what's, what's kind of your thought process behind trying to find something for a song, a topic for a song? When it comes to lyrical topics, um, I live next to a neighbor that I really freaking hate, but so anytime that she would come outside, I'm like, man, I just want to. Just, uh, again. So like, oh man, it's it's really lagging here. I'm sorry. It just uh, sorry. It, it kind of it's lagging out for me. It's it's fine now. Sorry. I have terrible Wi-Fi where I live. So, just uh, if you hear me say stuff like that, you could probably just keep carrying on. Okay. Um, yeah. So I live next to a neighbor I really freaking hate, but we used to be friends. But she ended up becoming like a jerk over time. So, with the recent songs I've been coming up with, I would just, every time she would come out, I'm like, man, I just want to freaking just do this and that. So, instead of actually going out and doing it, I would just write it out in, like, my notebook that she gave me one time. So, you know, I have a good way to express myself instead of actually going out and doing shit. That's... I'd say that's a good way to deal with stuff <laughs> instead of actually going doing it. it. Hey, 
Uh, I think I know. I noticed that you were posting about someone um, kind of faking your account. Was that the person? No, that was. Um, to make a long story short, uh, my friend's girlfriend or ex-girlfriend actually was spamming him or whatnot and trying to get his attention, but ended up one of her ideas was to post post as my account and i'm like dude as soon as you get me involved man i'm not fucking around oh yeah huh <laughs> that's cool well not cool but you know it's a yeah yeah um what what kind of what did what got you into wanting to learn or what not what you what got you into it but how did you learn how to do those brutal, like, guttural vocals? What What did you do to learn? Did you watch videos? Did you read a book? Or how did you learn to do your vocals? Um, I, I went to YouTube. I did the typical um, how to do gutturals, how to do this, and how to do that videos. But the ones that I found to be most effective is to kind of just, like, um... get shit into the back of your throat, kind of like hack up something and then kind of put down your, kind of put your face down. So your neck feels like kind of widens. Okay. That's cool. Kind of just use the shit in the back of your throat and just kind of gargle it for a second. And then just kind of like do a big old grr or whatnot. Huh. I never actually, I've tried to do a little bit of those vocals, but I never actually come across that. I might have to try that out. Yeah, that's what, it's hard to explain, but that's like in the best terms I can. That's the way how I do it. All right. Here, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go to a break. Not me and not me. My listeners are going to hear um, a break between the segments. And would it be okay if we use one of your songs in between this? Yeah, man, that's cool. All right, what? I don't want to just play my favorite song, but what's your favorite song that you're most proud of? What? Which one is your favorite? Um, Rabbit Bear Slaughter's Entire Tribe or Wave of AIDS. All right. Let's, uh, let's go with Wave of AIDS. All right, coming up next on Phenomena Nations, we have Wave of Aids by Rectum Torture. If you're not a candy ass, listen ahead.
All right, and then at this point, I would we we would come back. I could probably edit this out, or I might leave yeah. it in. Whatever. All right, so we're back, and we are going to. I'll just. Oh, I gotta write down the time. Eighteen. And okay, now I want to kind of move on now. Um, what what's the brutal death metal slash gore slash grind scene in your city or your area like? Has it gotten bigger or has it gotten smaller in like the recent like recent years? From my knowledge, I've done a little bit of research in the music in my city, and I it turns out I am the scene. I'm the oh, only really? Paranoid- I'm the only brutal death metal band in my entire freaking city. That's awesome, man. Way to lead the way to lead the pact. Or it's not really a pact yet, but I think I think I think when it when you when a guy like you is so young, you know, you're four, 14, right? 15. 15. Oh, so am I. It it, it kind of like sparks a um a following, you know, like this guy, he's only 15 and he has one man brutal death metal band and he's on interviews on the radio and on, on podcasts and stuff. Well, this would be really cool to kind of try out. I think, I think that's kind of, I think that's awesome. Thanks man. Yeah. Um, kind of going off of that. What's, um, what what's kind of been the response from people around you? You know, like your your school friends, your parents, your neighbors, your family. What what's what have they kind of thought about your uh, about rectum torture? Well, my family they support what I do, but they don't necessarily like the name I chose. But oh, I can um, imagine. <laughs> my friends think it's hilarious. Uh, what they do is they purposely blast my music to their neighbors. Uh, to piss them off if they're doing anything bad to them or whatnot. Yeah. Like, um, I was at a show and some kid came up to me and said that he plays his music like on an amplifier right next to the door so then uh, the neighbors could hear them. Ten minutes later, the cops show up. <laughs> awesome. You're kind of... You're, <laughs> you're helping those people do the dirty work? Yep. Awesome, man. Um, so, so you're still in, actually, because you're only fifteen. So, yeah. what's kind of what's kind of the musicianship, or not the musicianship, but the kind of bands that people around you listen to? What's kind of their, like, what's like? Do they listen to heavy metal, or or is it kind of like wuss stuff? Um, it's yeah, it's either wuss stuff or classic heavy metal. I really don't see anyone else who listens to extreme stuff. And but the only kid that I knew was probably listening to like Deathcore and Infinite Annihilator and stuff like that. That's still pretty brutal for a uh, for like you know teenage like for a for a kid you know or like for a fifteen year old that doesn't know. Like, you know, that there's other stuff out there. Yeah. yeah. But um, when it comes to, like, actual, like, bands, people listen to, like, I don't know if they're actually just posers wearing these bands, shirts, or if they actually listen to it. But I see a lot of Slipknot. I see a lot of Corn, I see a lot of Metallica, Iron Maiden. Hmm. Cool, man. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of cool that you're kind of, you know, leading this, this kind of death metal thing where no one else is even trying like touching like even listening to you know but you're kind of like the only guy playing it even in your in your town where was i um now it, it, i i kind of had like a question is it more of a like a a fun or a serious experience being in rectum torture and doing what you do Oh, this is this this experience is really fun. Like originally, I started I started the band off as a joke. It got and after I started getting a following, I started becoming serious about it. And then once it became serious, I started having a lot more fun with it. Cool, cool. That's that's really awesome, man. I uh, I really like you can it can be a, a serious thing, but you can still have fun with it. Yeah. 
Um, just does rectum torture have an overarching message? Like, do you stand for something, or is it just uh, just playing music? I te- I want to keep my politics out of my music. So when like the Tool Singh uh, incident happened, you heard about that? Um, what what happened? There was this um one band called Tool Sling or something like that, where they got lots of hate from the Cambodians because it's named after the genocide camp. Oh. And wow. um, one of the bands I'm in, uh, uh, one of my side projects that I'm filling in for, uh, was defending this band because they keep getting banned. And they kept they got banned twice. They had to make a third account, but Tool Singh uh, had to um, change their names. Not, but they chose to change their names instead of um, standing still with it. So everyone's kind of getting pissed off at them. Oh yeah. Well, I can appreciate you keeping like politics out of music. You know, there's like there's some bands that do it well, but then there's some band like. I'm not a big Rage Against the Machine fan because they can't keep their politics out of their music. But not because they have politics, but because of the way that they portray it, you know? Yeah. But, um... And again, you kind of have to separate the music from the politics, but sometimes it's just hard to do that. Yeah. Um... Now... You to, like... So, like, your your songs are a lot about violence and stuff, you know, because it's kind of like the brutal death metal thing or gore thing, you know? Yeah. What 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 kind of draws you to that as a... Like, other than the 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 one neighbor that you hate, what, what kind of draws you to gore as a lyrical point? And do you plan on, like, evolving, or do you kind of plan on tr- keeping it true and brutal? I'm going to try to keep it true and brutal, and I'm going to try to keep it more brutal over time. Oh, yeah. But um, I kind of draw to that because as a kid and more as like ever, I'm probably saying from like the age of third grade to like eighth grade, maybe seventh grade, I was bullied a lot. So it was, so I never had like an outlet for it. So now that I finally do, I'm able to express it as much as I possibly can. Awesome, man. That's a really great way to to deal with anger, you know, instead of actually actually acting out and beating someone up, you know. Yeah. Um. Now, in, in being a, a musician, you have to have a lot of good and bad experiences with things. What What was kind of the best and worst experience in doing your music so far? Well, the reason why I hate my neighbor, um, because we were, she took me out to go out shoot a music video. And we were going out shooting out a music video at my guitar in the back seat. And then we crashed right into the back of a truck. Ooh. And the car caught fire and then the whole guitar just burnt up. Damn. But she bought me a new one, which I, I can say, I can say, she, she's a G for that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that was probably the worst experience I've had as a musician because I broke my collarbone for, like, a, a forever, and I still have the bump. Oh, filthy. But, um... The best experience I've probably had is meeting up with fans and uh, probably my first show the other day. Oh, yeah. I saw some videos from that. It looks awesome. Because I was able to just interact with people there. I was able to talk with them, get more personal experiences with them and their experience with me. Oh, that's great, man. I I would... That that would... I'd imagine that would be an awesome feeling to to just know that there's people out there that are enjoying your music, you know? And yeah. uh, I'm glad that there's people out there listening to you because it's actually awesome. I'm actually a pretty big fan of it, so. Thanks, man. 
Yeah, no problem. Um, I I know we don't don't. Uh, you said you didn't like to get into too much politics, but overall, what's what's your just uh, kind of thoughts on COVID? If you don't, don't want to say anything, that's fine. But and how has it affected your uh, music and pr- production of your music? I'd probably say without COVID, we wouldn't have rectum torture. Huh. But, but um. I think COVID has has done a lot of bad things for everybody. Of course, that's that's an obvious, but I think it's done a lot of good for the music industry because I know that sounds bad, dude. Don't listen, hear me out. Okay. But because like Cannibal Corpse released the new album, which was an absolute freaking banger. We yeah, it actually of, slapped. A lot of bands came out with new stuff in 2020. Like Future Pile came out with a new album. And it's just a lot of death metal bands are angry and they're confined in their houses. So they're able to express that and help other people with are also angry and confined in their houses. Yeah. All right. That's a good, that's a good way to look at it. It's, it's sort of like a blessing and a curse almost, you know? Yeah. 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 There's been, a, I've actually noticed, well, I haven't really gotten into like learning about music until just recently, but I did, but there's just so much new music lately and it's just a lot of it is so good and it's just really a really cool thing to you know kind of witness being part of that yeah yeah um so you kind of you're kind of explaining that covid kind of created or almost or without covid there wouldn't be a rectum torture so what what kind of how do you balance life with like work or school with um with uh your your band your music has has covid helped or hindered that part of it uh covid definitely helped my music um definitely helped my music but i definitely downgraded my work in terms of school oh yeah are you still uh passing and stuff or oh hell no (laughs) (laughs) uh well you kind of got it it's better the yeah give up something for something else you know yeah um (laughs) what's uh what's kind of your largest hurdle that you've had to overcome to be where you are today as a as a musician and in a band um Probably the early criticism I got, because I thought about, like, because originally what I did was I got my stuff and I posted it on Reddit. Oh. And I'll post it onto different subreddits so more people could see what I'm doing. But they're more used to, like, the really awesome bands like Cannibal Corpse, Dying Fetus, uh, whatever you want to, any other death metal bands you want to name. But there's um, they'd always say like, "Oh, this sucks. You're you're just a beginner. You're not gonna get that far." Or I've never heard anything like this, but it's still pretty bad. Or I always got a lot of like early comments like that. But I just kept chugging through. I kept just kept trying to improve and improve and improve, and ended up I almost have sixty listeners on Spotify right now. Awesome. You have to. You see, that's where. You know, just not paying attention to the haters gets you. You know, you're, you're, uh, you've definitely improved over time. I think just listening to your older stuff to your newer stuff, it's definitely well, it's it's bad, but it's definitely you can kind of tell you're evolving in into like better skill and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, that's kind of awesome. And now you're doing interviews and stuff. I heard you on the uh, old guys talk metal podcast a little bit ago. So that's cool, dude. Yeah, so yeah, you just, that I think for for my listeners here, it shows that don't man, just you do you. This ad was uh, sponsored by Torture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So you so you're fairly young. Has that helped or hindered your success as a uh, brutal death metal musician? Um, 
I look older than I actually am. So most people think that I'm older anyways. So it's not really, <laughs> it doesn't, hasn't really changed it at all. But when I do reveal to people that I am 15 or when I did on my earlier work, when I was 14, they would always say, oh, that's so impressive. So oh. they would have a little bit more of a praise for me. Awesome. That's good to hear. So when people know your age, they think it's a little bit more impressive. Yeah. You know, because like if you were a 30 year old dude, you'd just be another one man brutal death metal band. But when you're 15, it's just a little bit more impressive that you kind of took the initiative to to do this stuff and reach out and all, all the all these different kinds of things. Yeah, most people my age are still trying to figure out who they are. And my parents told me this just before this. Most people are trying to figure out who they are right now, but I'm already going out and doing shows, going on interviews, and releasing like music and all that. Yeah, that's good to hear. It's a, I, it's, so it's definitely like a helped you with your search for self, you know? Yeah. Kind of showed you where you like where you want to be. Are. Yeah, man, it's really right. helped a lot. That's awesome. Um, so there seems to be kind of like a disconnect between most younger people and heavy metal and stuff like that. So. What has kind of been the stupidest question you've been asked specifically about music, could, but could be anything? Who who was it and what age group did they belong in? My first ever project was called uh, Cynicism. I was a session guitarist for my uh, older brother's band. And um, it was black metal. And I was telling my friends at school saying like, hey, man, I'm doing this thing for the first time. I think it's cool. You guys check it out. And this, and this one kid, it was like, have you ever played with Metallica? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And he was serious? Yeah, I'm like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, have you ever played with Metallica before? I'm like, oh my god, bro. <laughs> That's so cool, man. That's funny. Wow. <laughs> that just shows, man, that age disconnect is really there unless you kind of go out of your way to learn about it. Well, man. But he was probably like an um, eighth grade. Wow. That's funny. Oh, funny stuff. So what are kind of your plans for the future and kind of going forward with rectum torture? Do you plan to keep it going or what, what's kind of your thought process behind moving forward with your music? I want to try to evolve what I'm already doing and trying to make it better. So I'm trying to go with like the grind slammy, all that and trying to make it even more heavy, faster and uh, kind of just more in your face. Ooh, I like that. Really and good. I'm trying. Also, um, in the future, I might add more technical elements when I start learning how to do like, um, like do faster with scales and stuff. Yeah. Cool. You got yeah. I, I appreciate that. I really appreciate the. Uh, the wanting to evolve, but keep it wanting to evolve musically, but still keep it to what you want, you know, like not just kind of moving to radio rock, but like kind of making it more unique and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. So that's a kind of the end of the main questions. But before you go, I kind of want to go through a bit of fun questions for you. All right. Unless you have anything else to add to to the any of that, nah, man. All right. Oh, oh. <laughs> Come back to your most like most unlikely musical influence before we get to the fun questions. Oh yeah, that's right. Did you? 
But if it probably comes to the most unlikely, I probably have to say, uh, um, this. Um, I had this one local punk. Sh- I went to this one local punk show once, and I saw this one band called Fucking A. <laughs> it's like this little local band from my hometown called Fullerton, but the band's like disbanded now, and the lead singers in the military and all that, and. They released like they released like one or two EPs, and uh, it's like crust punk or something. But it's just like one of the best crust punk bands I've heard in a while. Huh. And that kind of got you into the um, right. kind of independent stuff like that. Oh, when it comes, to, um, not when it comes to like independent stuff, but when it comes to more of like the punky kind of things i don't i try to add a little bit of punk here and there oh cool yeah i can i can kind of tell that i can kind of hear that in the in the music i think cool man yeah all right now let's get to those fun questions all right all right number one so imagine this right you just took a fat dump oh god and you're stuck in a stall in a in a like a public bathroom and you can't call for help, and you can't get toilet paper from another stall. What is your instinct to go to? Assuming that it's not, you know, like there are some toilets where it's like there's like two prong, and then there is like the full circle. Um, if that makes any sense. What do you mean by that? You know, like there is um the. F- there is the completed circle, and then there is the a one that looks like a shoe horse, like a horseshoe. That's what I meant. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. So what you do is that you just rub, you just rub that in and out of your butt, just until all the poop comes out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that caught me off guard, man. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, you gotta do something, I guess. <laughs> wow, that's not a bad idea. Well, you, modern problems require modern solutions, like I said before. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, <laughs> moving on. What what's your favorite movie ever? Um I have a few. Um probably the original Mortal Kombat. Um I haven't seen the new one yet. I have definitely have to check it out. The original cheesy Mortal Kombat or um probably The Godfather. Ooh. You got, like, that appreciation for classic cinema as well, you know? Yeah. Like, the... Cool. I, I can appreciate that, man. Uh, I like... Uh, when Michael you gotta said... have, like, some diversity when you're watching movies as well. You know, like, kind of with me. One genre of movie. You gotta kind of do it... Do, um... Do, like, a whole thing. And also, as I was contemplating of I should add coming to America onto that list. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. All right, next one. Tell me your best joke. The darker, the better. Um. Oh Christ! This is gonna get me canceled. Um. Oh, don't worry. We're anti-cancel here. Oh yeah, that's right. Um. Oh, I probably. What's okay? Okay, okay. I'm. I have the joke. I'm just trying to format it real quick. All right, no problem. Ugh. Great comedy takes time. What's the diff? Okay. What's the difference between a Boy Scout and a Jew? <laughs> what? The Boy Scout comes back from camp. <laughs> 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 
That's awesome, man. Oh, wow. That caught me off guard, too. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's that's good humor, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, funny stuff. Funny stuff. Wow. You're, this is a good thing we're, uh, we're not... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So, if you get to tour, so imagine this: you you get to tour with one band ever. So it's you and then one other band. Who is it? Future Pile. Oh, you had this ready. Yeah, Future Pile is my main inspiration for making like gore grind and slam ish metal. metal cool i can i can i can get now gotta get your influences there you know yeah it's awesome um what's the last thing you googled you can check if you want but all right hold up okay Ugh. sip of water Good water. High quality H2 or check this computer. <laughs> um, Itchiness. The last thing I Googled was uh, a, a car going really fast because I needed it from the meme I just posted on Instagram. Oh, I saw that meme. <laughs> cool, man. Um, what are your thoughts on Tenacious D? Tenacious D? What's that? You don't know who... Nah, man. You know who Jack Black is? Whoa! Oh, yeah. It's his band. Oh, shit. What? Watch the movie Tenacious D, The Pick of Destiny. It'll change your life, man. It's about Jack Black and and his uh and Kyle Gass. They he they start a band and they try and find this mystical guitar pick made from the devil's tooth, and they ha- and it'll give them special guitar playing abilities so they can win a open mic night and pay their rent. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, dude. I'm gonna check it's, that out. It's so good. It's a classic, man. Cult classic. Um, speaking of picks, this one guy gave me a pick uh, at my debut, and I checked what the pick looked like, and it's uh, it was the OK sign going upside down saying "Gotcha." Nice. Yeah, two punches in the arm and a slap. <laughs> the worst gotcha I've ever gotten. <laughs> oh, well, that's awesome, man. He let See, me keep it too. And that and that's why you have fans, you know? That's a, that's why you want to meet fans cuz they give you free guitar picks that say gotcha. <laughs> All right. Next one. If you could remove any one thing, any one mundane thing, not you can't remove school or anything like that. What you got to remove one mundane thing from your daily routine, what is it? Um she most mundane thing that probably happens is probably walking to my friend's house, but I really don't do that mundane things every day. Yeah. So, like, I've heard uh, people say stuff like going to the bath. So, like, no, I don't want to keep going to the bathroom because taking a shit is where I come up with all my ideas. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. You know, listening to podcasts and they ask similar questions. Why would you not want to go to the bathroom? You know? Yeah. So, Yours would be walking to your friend's house. You just wish you could teleport there. Yeah, I could just wish I could just lay down and just 
levitate over there. Cool. All right. That's a that's a, that's a fair answer, I think. All right. Last question. Do you get a lot of chicks being in a brutal death metal band? Um. I. I... No, I get moderate, moderate amount, moderate, moderate amount of ladies. Yeah, Better because than... like at first they're like totally in love with me, and so when they realize what I do, they're kind of like, all right, I support it. I, 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 to all right, what the fuck is this? Just no. Nah, so like, what happens was like when I say I'm part of a brutal death metal band, they think. Oh my kind of cut so... you out there. Nah, man, it's okay. Nah, but so... They first hear them I'm part of a brutal death metal band. They think, oh, that's cool, he's badass. They get to know me, and then... They fucking... Like, they listen to my music. They support it after a while, and then they're like, alright, this is fucking annoying, I hate this. It's fucking annoying. Oh. And then they just leave. <laughs> oh. Well, you can't... Well, it's better than nothing, I guess. You know? <laughs> but, um... That's only ever happened once, but the other, the other times, they still listen to my music afterwards. That's cool. Great way to recruit listeners, man. <laughs> all right so that kind of wraps it up for questions is um is there anything else you want to like add or say you know i'm uh holding uh a show in anaheim so if you want to just go ahead and uh go on to like the facebook event thing and say that you're going that will definitely uh help or appreciate it or um yeah, or if you want to go to my Patreon page, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna start doing uh playthroughs on my music. If you want to start doing covers and shit like that. All right. Well, and we'll leave I... the link to your Instagram, and then people can go and check you out from there. All right. Okay. Cool. Is that it, or is there anything else? Uh, that's it. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, man. It's been a pleasure, too. All right. If you ever want to come back on, man, I, uh, I'd love to have you back on again. Yeah, man. Totally. All right. See you, man. See ya. Have an awesome day. You, too.